a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Let's lock in. This is Unrivaled. Yes! Yes! The teams you live for. The sports you love. With Scott Mitchell and Alex Keurig, presented by G2G Bars on 97.5 The KSL Sports Zone. Hey, everybody. Welcome on in. It's Unrivaled. Alex Keurig, Scott Mitchell, thanks for being with us. All right, I'm back. Had a couple days off. And here we are now. Scott, uh, I'm glad to be back at work. You know those... I'm glad you're back to work. You can't take a couple days off and you go, you know what? This isn't all it's cracked up to be. Taking days off? Let's get back to the office. Yeah. That's how they got... That's how they got us as Americans. You know what I mean? We just do not take time. Everybody else in the world, take your vacation time, feel great about it, move on. Here, I don't know. The low self-esteem American worker does not want to ruffle any feathers. That's the old school way of doing it. Don't I don't take know what world off. you're in. I'm happy to take time off. I, I'm just telling Give you. Give me any excuse to take time off? Yes. Sign me up. I think it's because my dad just, like, never missed work. And then he was like, you also will not miss work. And so anytime I miss, even though we have paid time off and all that, et cetera, et cetera, it's hard to take it off. So there you go. But I'm glad to be back at work. Uh, anything happen while I was gone? How'd the Jazz do last night? I didn't catch. Uh... <laughs> okay, all year long. That was last night, right? <laughs> all year all long, I, I felt really good about the Jazz. <laughs> last night, I did not feel good about so, the Jazz. I, I, I was kind of, there was a part of me that felt sad, and there was a mm. part of me that was like, how bad, if if this is as bad as it's going to be, can we hold out for 20-ish games? Yes. Well, let me, okay. can, we, can we make it through? And I, I don't know that I can. I, the last night hurt me. It was kind of hard on me. You can't go because you've been waiting all year to do, to go into tank mode. You can't you can't just do it now. I don't think I can now. Uh, okay. Well, let me explain why you can, and we're going to kick the show off with it. So let's jump in here. We'll talk about uh, what the Jazz's problem is or what it's uh, what's not its problem. I mean, that that might be really what we're talking about. Let's jump into the cut right now. The other question. Undeniable, unrivaled. 
top sports story of the hour. Here's what made the cut. Ain't nothing like it. The cut and our program brought to you by, as always, the folks at G2G Bar. Uh, so I, I have seen G2G Bars in way more places now. And I actually was at a Maverick the other day, and they were and they had the boxes there. They were out. But they were empty. And so I asked the lady, I said, hey, do you have any more of these? And I held the box up, and she's like, Mike. And he goes, nope, gone. I said, hey, man, Ooh. you got to start buying more of these G2G bars. He goes, it's actually funny how many people come in and buy those. I said, good. Keep it going. They are, they are that tasty. The G2G bar. G2G bar.com, Holiday Oil, Maverick, Costco. Associated Foods, all in the, all in the uh, refrigerated section. It's a protein bar that actually tastes amazing instead of the, uh, the gross ones you've been eating. All right. And also Trajan Wealth, your local trusted financial fiduciary, 801-899-7600 or their website, TrajanWealth.com. Did I get them all in there? Good, Jer? All right. Let me bring this up. The Jazz had, there have been a, a handful of these games, four or five of these games this year where you went, oh, boy, that's actually, ugh. That was really gross. And it was actually another Spurs game that I felt the same exact way. The day after Christmas, do you remember this? They go down to San Antonio. Yep. And it was a 9 or 10 win San Antonio team at that point. Right. And the Jazz were going in there, and they've been, they've been playing well. They've been getting things going. It's the day after Christmas. They go in. They go to San Antonio, who had won four games at home all year at that point. And Jordan Clarkson says, oh, yeah, this is hometown. Going in. He's going in his hometown. Loves to perform in front of his friends in San Antonio. And they laid a freaking egg, and they lose to the Spurs then. And then they, on Saturday night, and I was doing the 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 show over at the stadium. I was doing the pre-half and post-game shows. So I got kind of an up-close view of them being down very early to this team, looking really sloppy at the front end of this game, and then coming back and winning by 16, mm-hmm. even though they were trailing by double digits even in the second half because the whole thing was – this Spurs team doesn't know how to go 48 minutes. Ha! Instead, the Jazz come out kind of quick last night, look like garbage late in the game. And I know there's some guys out, and I know we're kind of seeing some new dudes, and I'm wondering if this is what the new version of the Jazz is going to look like as they hit the road for a really, really hard next six days. Because being on the road the next six, or not six days, six games, you're going Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City, and then it's just another, and then the Mavericks and then the East Coast. Okay, I, I wasn't, I, I wasn't upset with the end of the game only because, um, there's a lot of players out. Okay, yes. there, there's a, I mean, a lot of players. Johnny Juzang's and, taking threes, and a lot of players that you know, Where you uh, were in who were out, yes. for, like o- Ochai Abaji. <laughs> right, and and I was so I was really excited because I was like, man, he's looking good. You know, he's making shots. He's get he's being com- he's feeling comfortable in a starting lineup, and you know, and he's a player. It just looks like his upside just is, you know, you know, where does it go? Where does it end? When he gets hurt, you're like, oh man, come on. He's a guy that needs to play, you know, and how do you how do you get hurt? You can't get hurt. We don't need this Dante Exum stuff going on. No, right? You no, just absolutely. you just don't want to have you want a guy on the court really having an opportunity to to see what he's and then I was kind of excited about <clears throat> Chris Dunn. And it just seemed like like last night he just I don't know that he was not the same aggressiveness that he's been. There was some tentativeness. Maybe they were asking him to do something different. He was in the game at the end trying to close it out. You know, he had the ball in his hand trying to close out a game, and maybe that moment was a little bit, you know, too big for him. But I, I just, it's just hard when not all of the pieces are in there 
at the right time because you you like watching the get ga- the this this team. I, I don't I don't expect them to win in the playoffs and, and whatever, but I just like watching the development of the players. I, but but see, and Walker Kessler kind of. He, he kind of was a rookie last night. Yeah, you know, he just it was a different thing. Just, you know, kind of doing some dumb things, and and so, uh, uh, but I, I last night just felt really weird to me. It just felt like there wasn't the same energy, enthusiasm to trying to close out the game and compete and win. And the only thing that I can attribute to is there's just so many new guys. You know, I mean, I mean that it almost feels like it. That game felt to me. Like the Jazz were scraping the bottom of the barrel, like they were just like, like putting Juzang on the on the court, and you're just like, okay, well, good for him. Yeah. When you have to say good for him, it's not, yeah. it's never good. You go, oh, hey, you know what? Good for him. And That's Jordan, a, come on, Jordan Clarkson not being in the game That's clearly. Huge. Talon uh, Horton Tucker, he just, you know, it, it, I love Will Hardy when he tries to explain players. Because I think he's very honest about it. Yeah. And and he says it in a way, it's a little bit like my own mother would say about me. <laughs> she goes, you can tell someone to go to hell and they're happy to do it, right? And that's kind of how Will Hardy talks about these players. Even his team, he goes, we're imperfectly perfect. You know, he's, he's like, in other words, these guys are screwing up, but you know what? I'm getting perfect effort from these guys. And he goes, you know, with talent, I, I don't want to stop him from being aggressive, but there are just a lot of times he's kind of out, you know, he's, he's not saying it, but he's saying it. And, and there's just some, you know, it's like sometimes he's out of control. Sometimes he just, but I don't want to take his aggressiveness away from him. So there's this fine line between, we got to work with him. We got to work with this guy. That's what they're talking about. And there's a lot of guys that they're, that he's working with. You know, you got a lot of guys you're trying, even Larry Markinen, you know, there, there's a, there's been a process with him, and the process with all of these players. I, I, I would bet Will Hardy went home last night and goes, that was more that I could handle. Like I got so <laughs> many new guys in here. I just, this is. That's when Danny I've calls. Hit, I've hit my limit right, right here. That's when Danny Ainge calls or Justin Zanuck calls and goes, "Hey kid, you feeling okay? How? <laughs> hey." Sorry, I wasn't able to be at the game tonight. Um, anything you want to tell me? How you're feeling? And like you don't, I, and obviously he's not going to go. You guys are hosed me on this one, man. Like I'm getting screwed here. But here's the here's the insane thing. Okay, now they won on Saturday night, and they were at 31 and 31, and that put them in the seventh spot. Yeah, and they only fell to the ninth seed because the Pelicans still keep losing right behind them. So the Pelicans just keep losing. Uh, the Lakers are still really not finding themselves either. They've still got some stuff to figure out. OKC, OKC is, kinda... is just like they, they they've lost four in a row. So I mean, they're going to play OKC twice, and they've got OKC two times I mean, down it's... there, which will be an interesting thing to 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 see them to see happen to them. The Jazz right now are back under five hundred. They're still in that in that play in situation, which I don't even know if we need to say that, or I don't even know if we want to. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. 
In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. But they're in the ninth spot right now in the West. But they're only two and a half games out of the fourth spot. That's how crazy and stupid the Western Conference has been all year. No one has made a freaking move. No one is making a move. No. Except for the Grizzlies and the Nuggets, who are just who just continue to keep who just continue to win. The Kings, who are now on a four-game win streak, they continue to win. They're eleven games above five hundred. After that, four through twelve is separated by four games. Four through twelve is separated by four games. Yeah. Four through thirteen is separated by four and a half. This is—I can't tell if this is a really difficult conference or this conference as a whole kind of stinks. Because do you buy the Nuggets being a championship team right now? I still don't. It's really weird too because you have a guy who's on his way possibly to a third MVP in a row. And his game keeps getting better, and no one wants to give him the credit for it. It seems so weird. Well, Magic came out and talked about the Lakers and said, watch out if the, if the Lakers make, make it in the playoffs. And, and I think there are a lot of teams Who'll be in that, that get category? healthy and, and could, could, make, could be a difficult out in the playoffs. The Mavericks you know, are one of those teams. Mavericks are one. The Clippers are the one Clippers of those teams. The Clippers are one. The, the, the Warriors, Warriors are one. Yeah, yes. I mean, I mean these, are, these are savvy veteran teams. The Suns are waiting healthy. for them to wake up. There's there's a lot of – and those are all the teams I think everybody thought were going to be at the, the top, the really good teams yep. in the conference. So as the end of the season plays out and as you get into the playoffs, I wouldn't be surprised to see – I don't see it with the Jazz. I just don't think they have enough. I, I really don't. Uh, I, 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 you know what word I hate? I don't even know that I'm, I'm convinced that they're a play in team at this point. I mean, I mean, I understand that everybody in the West is not playing very well, but I think if all those teams you, you just said actually played up to the, their potential, I think they're better teams than the the, ceiling on those teams is a lot higher. I just do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With I mean, with KD going to Phoenix and with Kyrie going to Dallas, you know, I, I think it makes them better. I mean, you know, and that's, you know, everyone plays well together and the whole thing and they mesh and they stay healthy. How do you, but like, if you're, if you're Will Hardy, how do you manage the rest of the season? Because just trying to win every game is fine. Doing it with uh, a lot of players in and out or trying to figure out, you know, I don't know what kind of pressure they feel to develop guys, you know, all at the same time. I'm not sure what that means. If you're Will Hardy, where do you. I, I, like, what are you trying to carve out here? Are you trying to just get to the playoffs this year? Is that your goal? I, you know, this whole thing, you always talking about aiming high, right, and going, we want to be Western Conference champions. You know, it's like, yeah, come on. So trying to temper your expectations of your own team and understand who those guys are, and when it changes so much, then your expectations have to obviously Well, I don't, I don't think the Jazz this year have ever said, we want to be Western Conference champions or we want to be this or that. Uh, what it feels like they've wanted to be is competitive. They've wanted to be competitive. They've wanted to create a culture of doing things the right way. Uh, one of the things that I'm not buying into the right way as a culture uh, is the Jazz have, have been too careless with the basketball. In in kind of giving these players some autonomy and freedom and, you know, an ability to express yourself and, and develop your game, 
that that has come, I think, at sometimes with a, a little bit of a penalty, and in, in that this team turns the ball way over way too many times, and uh, and it's it's one of those things that they can't be comfortable with, and they can't just accept and continue to do if they're really going to create this culture. But to answer your question about Will Hardy, I think I think he's like a mad scientist in a laboratory. I think he's a guy that just goes, what if I did this? What if I had this guy look like this? What if I put this guy in this situation? What if I did this lineup? And I think there's just a lot of questions about what what is what if, what if, what if, what if, and let's just try it. And and it's one of those things where you go, we, we don't have anything to lose. Like, it's not like we're going to lose our job. It's not like we're going to lose our team. But in, in all reality, we're going to find a heck of a lot out of these players and who they are, what they're capable of if we if we try it. And I, I think he's got a good sense and a, and a feel and a read on the players and kind of who they are. and and But now he's got these kind of new guys. And it's like, yeah, well, let's just see how they fit into this. And, you know, if there's really, you know, is Chris Dunn really a guy worth keeping long term? And let's let's just put him in the game. And I mean, they kind of had they were kind of forced to put him in the game at the end uh, with with Abaji out. But uh, can he close out games? Does he have the ability to make make stuff happen? And and uh, in in a pressure when it matters moment, you know, he's he's a guy that's kind of come in and been the middle reliever and and just been a, a spark plug off the bench. But you know, you a guy that that can close out a game. And last night it didn't look so good. No, and I'm, you know, but, last but night, you last just night you get to try it, you know. Well, who cares? Last night was a mess, and you, it, it, that happens in a in a long year where you're trying to figure out some things, and guys are out who you you know are are, are leaning on quite a bit. You know, in the case of of uh, of Jordan Clarkson being out, you rely on those 21 points a game. You know what I mean? Like that that's an almost an automatic from him. But you know, he was he didn't have a particularly good game on Saturday either. But that's when Chris Dunn, uh, Talon Horton Tucker. And uh, oh, who was it that night? Uh, it was there, there. was just so many other guys. They had they had five guys in double figures at the half because they're just you know mixing this thing up and just finding a bunch of, of finding a bunch of guys who are just showing up. I've been really impressed by Chris Dunn. That's a guy who I feel like fits that Jazz DNA. He has enough of a feistiness to him. Uh, you know, in the in the game on Saturday. He gets shoved and he gets right back in the guy's face, and then another player walks him over like you're on a ten day contract, buddy. We can't, we can't do this. We can't get a fight during your ten day contract. And I just, I like the feistiness of that guy. Like that's a, in my mind, that's a guy I want to explore more. Taylor Horton Tucker has been a guy that we've liked this season and seen kind of him. Ochaya Baji's shown flashes, but he was not good last night. And and so. Uh, but but Jordan Clarkson, I think, had nine points on Saturday, and then not playing last night. Like you got to figure out how to play without that guy. That's just the way it is. Uh, his thumb looked kind of significant. It was, it was not good. You know, it, it's going to be a little bit of a stretch. For you me. know what i I like? I like the relationship between Will Hardy and Walker Kessler. They have like it's, a it's a love hate relationship, but it's um, a dad. It's like a dad son. It really is. Right? And and uh, Walker is just this happy-go-lucky and i love my jazz fans and i love being here and i love all my teammates and man i'm just <laughs> i'm just soaking this all up and i'm loving every minute of it and then he does this bonehead move and he comes off the court and and Har- and will hardy doesn't doesn't like slap his hand doesn't look at him he does what my dad did he when just, i crashed the truck yeah. when i was 17 right just kind of go to your room <clears throat> don't don't talk i to remember me. this and this feels like it. my dad walks out to the car okay 
and it was late at night. He comes out and he had a robe on. <laughs> okay, right. Dad has a robe and his on. Slippers. And he just looks at the truck, shakes his head, and walks in the house. Doesn't say yeah. a word. Yep. And that was worse than anything you could right. have got. Yeah. Which is what which is, Kessler it, got to- last night. No, totally. And mm-hmm. and Will Hardy, it's Will it's, Hardy's it's, like looking at his watch as he walks yeah. by, ignoring him. And he, <laughs> <laughs> but like with a guy like Jordan Clarkson. You know, he talks to him. Yeah, he'll walk him over. You know, he has an interaction with him. And I think it's a fascinating move because he's he's sending a message to Walker Kessler. You got to stop with the silliness. And and I understand you're a happy-go-lucky, good old country boy, you know, from Alabama. But you got to get some nastiness to you. You got to get some – you got to get some smarts. You got to get – and I'm not insinuating that he's dumb – but he's got to he's got to get you no. Know, it's a game adjustment. I, I cool uh, uh, basketball IQ. You got to understand certain things that you just you cannot do, and and I need my guys inside to be to be a little bit nasty, and they and you and you're going to have to fight, and and it's just a fascinating it's a fascinating thing for me to watch body language, body language of these players because uh, Simone Fontecchio is just so in his head, and it's probably because his name is long. <laughs> right. Well, when you have to, when you have a long name like Come that, on. he, you know, he finally like. I feel, he, I, I feel he, so bad for him. He, he broke his drought. I think of of missed three pointers on Saturday, and the entire place erupted because they're yeah. kind of like. I think people want. They're pulling for him. <laughs> they just they want him to do well. Johnny Juzang scores his first NBA right. points last night, and you go, if you would have just told me that. And I, let's say I hadn't watched the game, yeah. and you just called me. You go, hey, Johnny Juzang got his first points of, of his NBA career. I go, oh shoot, they got blown out then, huh? Like, or they lost to the Spurs, yeah. huh? Which is exactly kind of what happened. What happened. Yeah. You get you get uh, this team who was not able to string together forty eight minutes. This Spurs team uh, is like this Jazz team in the sense that they just don't, they have a bunch of young guys who have not really strung it all together yet, and they don't know how to play forty eight minutes. In that Jazz lineup, in its the way it was constituted last night, did not know how to string together a full forty-eight minutes. Here, here's what here's what was the other thing that was a little disappointing was Larry Markinen in the fourth quarter. Like he's he's kind of emerging as your as your guy. You know, he's your All Star. He's you know it's it looked like he made this bump from the All Star game and confidence in his game seemed to kind of go to a different level. But having him disappear at the end of the game. Uh, was was a little bit of a surprise, and and I wonder if it's as good as he is. He's a player that kind of needs someone to play off of. Mike Connolly was a guy that he could play off. Uh, Colin Sexton was a guy, you know. When when what you know, the, um, I think Talon is kind of a guy that he's trying to figure. Out. It just seems like it seems like he's not totally. I can create a shot on my own all the time in the in the in the clutch moments. Sure. It just felt like that last night. I may I may be wrong, but when you have your star, that's what that's when the star gets paid their money is in those moments. And and he kind of disappeared last night. There is a as soon as you think you know something about this team, and it's been like this all season long. As soon as you think you know something about this team, they have a night like last night, and you go, I guess that I should uh, readjust my sights again. Yeah. For the millionth time, Jazz fans have readjusted their expectations, readjusted their sights. But again, the implication was that, and we keep saying we were going to do this. You know what? Every night's awesome. Every night's great. I don't. I don't care what happens. This season is already a raving success. Haven't we said that? But then you have nights like last night, and you go, "Yeah, but still, that was garbage." Yeah, but still, that was a terrible game last night. That was 
one of the Jazz' top three worst games of the season last night. Actually, you know what was really good about that game? I, I'm not. I'm not going to. Uh, but, but I'm not going to disagree with I you. I want to find the silver lining. I'm going to. I'm going to disagree. Okay. In, in this regard, the one thing that Jazz have been playing well is defense. La- the last seven or eight games, the Jazz have actually their their defense has improved. Now it might come at a cost to their offense, and I think you've got some guys that go, okay, uh, I'm not 100 percent confident in my offensive game, but I am in defense. So uh, you know, Ochai is going to play hard. Uh, Dunn's going to play hard. You, you've got some that you know. Uh, Toscano Anderson has come oh, in and yeah. played hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, you've and, and they've and they've and it's been different, you know. And and then you you uh, augment with that with the the other guys that are in there, you know, Olenek and Kessler, and Kessler brings a defensive presence just in who he is, and Markinen, you know, has some ability as well. So to me, that is you know the one good thing, but. You know, to be able to clean it up, you know, on offense at the end of the game, just that that was kind of the thing last night. And I, I'm trying to figure out free throws. How do they miss half of them? Like, how are they so good a night they before? They were 81%, and then it's just like, yeah, the night I before. Mean, yeah. I mean, Olenek, clearly Olenek's hurt because – And on. it's throwing off his, his ability to shoot free throws, and he can't jump. I mean, it's not that he could really jump before, but it's like he really can't jump. But basically now he kind of slides along the floor, and it kind of moves – but there's no elevation in his, you know, and and if you saw the ankle and how he turned it, it's amazing that he's actually playing. Uh, so, you know, there's just there's just a. I'm not I'm not worried about the Jazz. I'm just like, it was a hard. I don't. Watch. I don't it, it was really hard, and I don't. And I guess that's the thing. That's it, right there, Alex. It was a hard watch, if, and it, it was one it, night. There you it, go. But is it going to be this way the rest of the year? I don't know. I'll tell you. The Are first we going to have some a lot of hard nights like this to watch? And could you imagine if this was this team all season long, yeah. that would be a rough year if you're a Utah Well, they, they would have been right there with the Spurs in terms of a record. And, you know, that was, to me, that was, the first half, really they've had kind of three out of the last four halves that they've played have not been good. I mean, they, they had a decent – they had a good second half that got them that win on Saturday, but I don't think they had – they haven't strung together a full game in a minute. And that's uh, that's been tough to watch. You know, it would be really hard Mm. to be a lottery team and to not get the top two picks. Oh no, that to me would just be the kiss of death. So you're so you're awful, and then you get the four you get the fourth pick. Yeah, Uh yeah. Now that now I agree, and that's why you go just please don't don't do this because that's going to be the heartbreak that you you realize when you're a jazz fan. I mean, uh, uh, if you're if you're a jazz fan and this is what you're aiming for. That's the wrong way to look at it. Hey, Johnny Juzang got his first NBA points. Well, then we're not doing very well. Let's take a break. We'll come back. When we do, i uh, got more to go around the corner. I've got I've to bring something up about this, uh, the pitch clock in baseball. And it's less about baseball itself and more just about how I want to consume sports. So stay right here with us. More to go. 97.5 DKSL Sports Zone. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.